Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good ass food, listening to good ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics. Fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your host, Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. Gastro traveling, coming back at you with another great episode. It is I, your host, in the handsome flesh, Nelly Nutbuster, aka uh, what my mom calls me, Young Nelly Boy. She calls me that every day. Uh, <laughs> we have such a great episode for you tonight, or uh, to whatever whatever time of day you're listening to this. My great friend, my best friend, and the music manager of this podcast, <laughs> if I could call him that, uh, Justin Spanos is here. Justin, What's say hello to these folks. What's up, guys? I'm Justin. He is very shy. He's a, a shy little cute man. Just a little. <laughs> uh, I've known Justin for how many years now, sir? At least one. Oh my god! No, for a long time. High school. <sighs> we bonded over Assassin's Creed. Oh yes, we have a long and 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 rich history of being great friends with each other. Uh, one of my longest friends, Rob, is I've known longer. Rest in peace, Rob. He's here in the <laughs> studio, but he's he's he's. <laughs> I know he's looking down at us. He is. <laughs> <laughs> moment of silence uh, so, them out. so today we have a great album for everybody uh we wanted to flip flip the script a little bit and we're doing arctic monkeys hell yeah your favorite nightmare right that was called right Just your worst fav- favorite night favorite see, favorite worst okay, nightmare. listen to me listen to me listen to me <laughs> i typed this in earlier when, when i was trying to listen to it your favorite nightmare it's not even it it's favorite worst nightmare I don't know if I like the title. I'm gonna be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I, I kept calling it the wrong thing all the time. That's just how I am. But it's an album from 2007, and it's really fucking good. It's fucking loud and proud. It's their second album. Yes, it's their second album, and it's fucking. It just makes me want to drive fast. If it, I feel like I'm in a yeah, movie, yeah. I feel I'm like in Mad Max. I don't know. Well, especially in uh in uh, was it uh Bavaca- Bal- Balaclava? Yeah, I always fuck up Baklava? Yeah, I, uh, that, that song I want to have a heist to. Like, I want to go hi- fucking... Sorry, uh, we'll have to talk about that song because it's not about heisting. It's about fucking bitches. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, here on Gastel Traveling, of course, we t- we always take this beautiful music and we pair it with a delicious food, item, meal, whatever. And to do that, we have our, our, our fucking... Our, our prince of Puerto Rico, our fucking my Spanish lover, Chef Angel is in the building. Chef, he's my favorite, my favorite friend that I have. I think. Sorry, boys. He's he's pretty great. He feeds me and he keeps me well. Angel, what's up, man? What's up, Bubble? How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. What 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 uh? What's up? What's what's going on? How was your week? It was meh, but you know, once I made food, I was pretty happy. See, that's that's the kind of that's the that's, what, that's the attitude I love. That's my coping mechanism. So, uh, let's get to it. What kind? Of, what do we have in front of me right now? So you have uh, katsu curry. Well, you don't. You just have curry and mashed potatoes. But my friend Justin I, over here has yeah. katsu curry. Sure. Uh, it is pork katsu and chicken katsu over mashed potatoes, and then curry and. What's a katsu? 
Katsu is just like uh, tenderized meat and breaded. And okay. fried, but we did not fry it. I toasted the breadcrumbs beforehand. Wow. And I breaded it because, you know, we're trying to keep the cats clean out here. Sure. Okay, awesome. So what 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 about this reminded you of Favorite Worst Nightmare? <laughs> the way you flipped the mash was not <laughs> You sorry. don't like mashed potatoes? No, I love mashed potatoes. I love potatoes. You ever had uh, curry? I'm about to eat it right now. It's like a little Japanese curry. So, Talk to me. Uh, again, uh, this one was kind of hard to pair for. It's really, you know, you have to dig. You have to dig. Uh, but uh, there was a Clash article. Yes. From 2010. I needed something. I'd take anything. I don't care what year. I just needed them. Arctic Monkeys. Um, so uh, they, I don't know, the interviewer asked them, hey, what was the question? What do you uh, miss most when you're not at home? And Sir Nick answered. Wagamama. Nick's the guitarist, I think. Right? Nick's, yeah. How do you not know this? Bro, I listened to the whole album. It was dope. It is dope. <laughs> I think Nick's the art. I, look it up. I think he's the Listen, guitarist. Okay, so the question for you. So how do you keep track of everything from all these albums? You I'm smart. I'm just fucking di- built different. Debatable. <laughs> we'll debate right now. I'll fucking win. So what was the name of the It's uh, Wagamama. Wagamama is a Japanese restaurant. I don't I didn't even like, keep looking for like more into it but I, I just took it so i'm guessing it's a restaurant somewhere but if they all laughed apparently so i went to their you know website and mm-hmm. i looked at their menu i'm like what have i not made they had ramen we made ramen uh so i've not made katsu so i decided to make katsu bro oh and Dude, the mashed potatoes because so instead cool. of rice i made mashed potatoes england da-da-da. And they love potatoes there. They stole them from Ireland. <laughs> and do they... Hence the potato bag. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Just put them in bags and take potatoes. Um, but it's really fucking good. Thank I don't you, even know what to say about it. It's really amazing. Justin, what do you have to say about this food? This is so fucking good. It's always fucking... Angel I, always brings... I, I feel what? so treated. <laughs> yeah. It's, Rob said it's the only reason that Justin came on because of the food. It's getting, so damn good. <laughs> What? Are we paying people with food? Whoever comes. Yes, yes. Okay. that's what it is. Angel, I just have to say, I love all the research you do for this. You do more research well, than I, I have fucking another do. Another random fact. So, oh, I, like, uh, apparently, in 2007, the most popular thing, yeah, was EVOO, Rachel Ray. Oh yeah, extra virgin olive oil. It got into the Oxford Dictionary because of her. That's stupid. That's what do you think about that? Why are you telling me this? What is it was 2007. I was looking for stuff. Okay, they invented the iPhone in 2007. Uh, what else? Uh, we can bring it in and say Illuminati, uh, Oxford Dictionary, what? England, and call it a trip. I don't know, bro. What does Rachel Ray have to do with this right now? EVOO, Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> Oxford, Oxford is where? what? Is where? Is in England? No. And where is this? Oh, there. I told you, bro. That's full research. This is above and beyond. I don't know if this is a, if it, if you're researching the right thing, buddy. Dude. Am I on the right Google? <laughs> Rob, you're using there, you're there, using Bing, dog. Is there a wrong Google? Rob must have like two passwords for his Wi-Fi. <laughs> Do you just have like the wrong password for your guess? Oh wait, he's dead. Rest in peace, Rob. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> and when he spoke before, it's actually I have a spiritual connection with him, so he was able to telepathically tell me things his spirit like no we should have a little picture in the camera right we now. have a picture right here yeah, but i need two. <coughs> oh, for one for us to look at yeah two I, we have a picture right here two pictures 
We got a picture right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a moving picture. It's moving. It's moving. It's like one of those Harry Potter pictures. I've been watching Harry Potter this week. I just watched the fifth one. <laughs> Anyways, Angel, fucking you outdid yourself again. It's Thank beautiful you, and amazing, and I love it. So I love you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So good. There's more. How would you describe this food, Justin? What you're putting in your mouth. What do you, what do you taste? Ecstasy. Okay. This is pure ecstasy. It's it is. I can this is I can taste that Angel gives a shit about cooking. Sorry. Love him. Bye Angel. I didn't even give him a proper outro. That motherfucker yeah, yeah. is gone. He just dipped, he said. Like Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> I'm gonna get canceled for that canceled, one. Yep. <laughs> so we're back. Uh we took a little break to finish our food, but we were we were reminiscing of how like me and Randy's mom are gonna get together soon. Uh but then we were talking about how I've had relations with uh, <laughs> this causes some family drama for there, me. There's a little drama here. Nelson's kind of family. I am kind of family. Uh, but there was this one time that uh, Justin's grandmother hit on me. <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, something on Netflix. This is such a stupid anecdote, anecdotal <laughs> story. But uh, it's so funny to me because we were talking about some movie. And she was like, oh, we should watch it. And like she touched my leg. <laughs> She, no, and she said we should watch it sometime. Oh, which is way more flirtatious. And she touched my leg. Was yeah. it like Fifty Shades of Grey? No, it was just some oh, movie. Movie, sure. but it, it sounded like Justin's grandmother wanted to have uh, Netflix and chill. With me. I was sitting with my dad because it was a family party. My dad looked at me and said, "Netflix and chill." <laughs> <laughs> shout out Steve Spanos one yeah, time. Shout out Steve Spanos. So uh, we got this. We're gonna talk music now, I guess. That fu- that food yeah. was amazing. Angel is so amazing. Good. Check him out on at Chef and High Def on Instagram. He's very handsome. He's got pictures of himself on there. He's beautiful, like like Gorgeous. all of them. Please. Uh, so Justin Spanos, my good friend, who you can find at boy at boy Justin on Instagram, boy Spanos, whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> at boy Spanos. <laughs> I got a, I got a little binder because I'm stuck in the 20th century. He got a little uh, trapper keeper, is what they call it. <laughs> a trapper keeper. That's like one of those old, like, uh, I don't know, folder things. All right, let's pull up my notes. So, your favorite, or fuck, what is it called? Favorite worst nightmare. I keep saying your favorite worst nightmare because yeah. I'm stupid. Favorite worst nightmare. So, favorite worst nightmare is by the Arctic. Not even the. I'm fucking this whole up. It's just Arctic monkeys. It's just Arctic monkeys? Yes, there's no the. Fuck them. They're fucking stupid. I'm, I got beef with them, though. Yeah, I know, right? All right, so uh, how, how are we going to start this, Justin? Do we want to, we want to just dive right into it? I mean, I guess so. I mean, I, I feel like if I were to give a preface for this album, mm-hmm. I would ruin what I'm going to say in the songs. Do you give a preface? What, just give me a little preface. This album, a little, little background. They they wrote this album mm-hmm. after they were... This is after their first album. This is their second album. Duh, Obviously. Duh. So uh, this is about kind of coming back to your hometown after you've been touring um, and how just the relationship dynamics change, what fame does to you, how fame's not that as good as it seems. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what that cool. was about. Yeah, that's check it out. It's yeah. amazing. It's really so good. the first song, we just fucking dive into it. There's no there, there's no like warning or breaks. It just goes into fucking this crazy guitar riff.
fucking dope as shit. The Arctic Monkeys are really good at opening an album. Oh my god, really yes. fucking good. It's 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 not even. You just hear it and you're fucking ready to drive down the street at 100 miles an hour. They just bring you in. And they said this is the fucking album. Here we are. Also, before we get into this music, I just want to say we might get a little more uh, technical and we might actually talk more about music tonight because <laughs> Justin uh, is a fucking – what are you? What are you? Uh, You're a musician, musician. first of yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I, I play the guitar. I've played the guitar uh, for 12 years. So so we have an expert in the building. Uh, me and Rob, not exactly music experts in the technical sense, but we are in the taste sense. Yes. Uh, so. so we'll dive into a bit – I'm trying to keep it surface level as far as music terminology goes, bro. Just fuck me up. So we, <laughs> but I, I try to stick more to the lyrics. But I still got yeah. some stuff to say. Beautiful. Uh, so the opening brainstorm. What do you got to it's say about Brian that? Storm? No, it's brainstorm. It, it check it out, man. It's Brian Storm. I spelt brainstorm and couldn't fucking find it. Are you serious? Brian yes. Storm. It's Brian Storm, and it's show it's, me right now. Yes. Holy shit. I, I know. I just found out today. Well, I was looking at the lyrics, and it the first opening lyric is like Brian. So I said, huh, Brainstorm Brian? That makes sense, I guess. I didn't know it was Brian Storm. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious, because they're kind of making fun of this dude the whole time. I love it. It's so fucking I love funny, it so man. much. I love it. Um, I love that they're like totally just dissing, you know, just... Harping on this dude for wearing a fucking necktie t-shirt. <laughs> so the the song is about the, a mysterious Brian. Is a guy who found his way into the Arctic Monkeys like uh, uh, backstage green room, and uh, they kind of this song is like a bit like making fun of this guy. Dude, it's total British band. It's, <laughs> I like, love it. I love it. It's so fucking fun. I can't tell if the whole song is mocking or if it's oh, it's like, mocking. It's all mocking. Uh, or if it's like half mocking, but like this dude still pulls checks. Listen, so listen. Okay, respect. he's not pulling checks because listen to these lines I got okay. right here. Some want to kiss, some want to kick you. There's not a net you couldn't slip through, or at least that's the impression I get because you're smooth and you're wet, and she's not aware yet, but she's yours. That's all a bit. That's all a joke. Well, yes, some want to kiss, some want to kick you, but does that mean that? After they want to kiss him, they want to kick him. That's what Genius. I I, I read it on Genius. That's okay, but I think I just think that they're saying, "Oh, you're so smooth," like sarcastically. I thought so too. That everybody wants to kiss you, but that's what he <laughs> thinks. That's what he th- he thinks that, but it's not true. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so something that uh, uh, the guitarist, which is not Nick, I fucked up. Uh, it's uh, his name is Jamie Cook. He said in an interview, he was right weird. He just appeared like. A business card and like a round neck, or like a business card and like a round neck T-shirt and a tie loosely around it. I'd never seen that before. It was like he was trying to get inside your mind. We were checking out his attire. It freaked us out. He definitely left a mark on us. He might have been a magician. He might have even. He might have not. Fuck. Let me restart saying that. Edit. <laughs> he definitely left a mark on us. He might have even been a mag- magi- magician. <laughs> he might even be here now, but if we ever find out who he is, it might spoil it. So I, he's like one of those like ambiguous figures that I, I love that he's a typical douchebag and he thinks it works. Oh, the fucking necktie and that's in like some jacuzzi, Avril Lavigne shit. Fucking jacuzzi. Oh yeah. <laughs> they say you know there's uh I I love the even though they're making fun of this dude the whole time they're still oh. like very um 
the, the lyrics are still very strong, you know? Oh, yeah. He's fucking, they're just so... Like, they, they, like, paint him a lot with water in mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, they talk about the neck. You can't slip through. The next line, it's you're smooth and wet like a fish, you yeah. know? The, the jacuzzi. And then they talk, when they talk about the girls, it's the fire in their eyes, you know? Beautiful. In, in water puts out fire. There, I, I think it's specifically <laughs> Alex Turner, who is the lead singer. Yeah. Uh, he's also the like the, the guy that writes the lyrics. Dude, he's fucking a he's genius with lyrics. Poetic genius. Yes. So, anything else to say about Brian Storm? <laughs> uh, that just sounds like a British way to say brainstorm. Uh, Brian Storm. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just how they spell it over there. <laughs> there so, look how they spell f- uh, I, fa- I, favorite. I, I want to say that with a U. Yeah. That in addition to using like pairing the the masculinity of the song with mm. water. Mm-hmm. The song is very reminiscent of surf rock. Okay. Um, which I, I looked up some definitions. Surf rock has a uh, middle Eastern and Mexican influences. Cause it comes from SoCal. Uh, they use a lot of this um, effect called the spring reverb. Okay. Which in this song they didn't use, but the Arctic monkeys uses the hell out of that effect later. Um, and, um, they do a lot of fast picking. The guitar is very. Yeah. I love that super shit. surf and, and it's still punk rock, but mm-hmm. it's, it, it's very clever that the lyrics match the music with it. It's really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Brian storm. Not much of a genius. If you name it fucking Brian storm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Massive. It's great. I love this song. So the next song, if you're ready for the next song, yeah, you are. Teddy Picker. I had no fuck. I had no idea what a Teddy Picker was until I researched this thi- this this album. That's British shit 101. I it's guess a so. Claw machine. Yes, it's it's, it's one a- of those things where you fucking you try to get a little minion plushie. Yeah, it's it's like how British people call them uh, called blinkers indicators in elevators in- lifts. Indicators. I went you know? I went down to the the, the bandit to the bomb. It's it's a claw machine. It's not a Teddy Picker. Yeah. I kind of like Teddy Picker though. I do too. It's cute. But uh. The song refers to striving for fame uh, and once having it and the not-so-great side of it. Overall, essentially, be careful what you wish for. The Teddy Picker refers to a claw machine and going after what you want. Yeah. Uh, I I just love, again, how they paint it musically. And uh, one part that really stood out to me was they say we're the defenders of any uh, of any posers or professional pretenders around. And when... In that verse, it's very fast-paced up until that part, and it's it's just one vocal laid. Uh-huh. And at that part, it uh, it switches more melodically, and they change the the pace of the lyrics, and they also add other voices like they are saying this. It's kind of a cool little production technique they did to like drive that point home. That's like, and and they change the cadence because it's not his voice; someone else is saying it. That's fucking neat. Yeah, it's really fucking cool, you know? It's like, it's like, this song's cool. Uh, I like the meaning behind it. Like, because, like, a teddy picker or, like, a claw machine that, like, you're trying to get what you want, but you can't really get it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's essentially life, yeah, you know? It's kind of a double, double entendre because it's kind of like, that's kind of how the music industry works. It's like, well, it, like, have you ever seen a teddy picker? It's just kind of like, Half asses yeah, grabs it. Exactly. That's how like managers are. They're like, oh, oh, you didn't make it. Sorry. For I mean, not the every record, manager, not every manager. For the record, I'm gonna call all claw machines teddy pickers now. <laughs> that's what I'm just gonna call them that because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> that's that's next level. 
I love the um, when did your list replace the twists and turns? Just talk about like so many artists are just obsessed with being on the list and mm-hmm. not actually like developing as an as an artist and, and doing something interesting. Mm-hmm. He also has a Duran Duran reference. Yeah, I saw that. It's, Wasn't that crazy? I love it. I love it. What is the line? I, I can see it in my head, but I can't it's, think of it. It's uh, what is it? Um, I don't want your prayer. Prayer. Save it for the uh, morning after. Yeah. Which is also kind of like. I don't know if he intentionally did this, but it kind of accuses the music industry of being like religious in a sense, like, and him being like a passionate lover who's mm-hmm. like, pray for me the morning after. Like, yeah. well, I'll, I'll fix this passionate love affair <laughs> I have with this song tomorrow morning. A line I really love, Justin, was, uh, presume, it's the outro of the song, presuming that all things are equal, who'd want to be the man, man of the people when there's people like you? I love it. That's so awesome. I love it. That's so British of them too. Uh, it, it is. It, it's very reminiscent of like, like the Pink Floyd album we did and shit. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the just the writing style. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just is it's very, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it too. It's it's. This was a really good song as well. Um. Uh, do you have anything else to say? I'm good on this song. Yeah, me too. Me too. Track three D is for dangerous. It's where we get the title of this album, Favorite Worst Nightmare. It's in, it's in, he sings it. We didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. It's cool. It's definitely some Smith influences in there. Oh, for sure. Um, Definitely a continuation. This whole album is Smith influenced. Um, But they do it in a really cool way. They mix it with like garage rock. Speaking of the Smiths, to to pivot a little bit, do you see there was a recent episode of uh, The Simpsons? That had uh, Morrissey making fun of Morrissey. No, <laughs> but he deserves it. I saw. I saw. It was an. I didn't watch the episode, but I saw it, and they were saying how he like eats meat now, and how he's like. Does a, he? They made him super fat in the show. <laughs> it's great. I don't know. Check that episode out of The Simpsons. What's, do you know what season? It's the newest one. It just came out. Oh, I think. really? I think. I don't know. I've only seen season one through six. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, the I've Simpsons been watching The Simpsons on your Disney Plus. I've been watching The Sopranos, as they know, on your Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my claim to fame is is that I provide you Hulu. <laughs> I provide you Disney Plus. It's a it's a fair trade off. It, it, they're raising yes. the place the price on fucking Disney Plus. Are they? You watch that? I'm I'm a little pissed. They're adding a dollar to it. So well, six ninety nine is gonna be seven ninety nine. I now. dude, I pay like. 30 bucks for I know <laughs> but but because I have no ads I have HBO but originally I was like trading it with my brother's Netflix and he just canceled his Netflix Fuck. you better delete you better change your password <laughs> oh, yeah. say sorry Vaughn sorry and I was using my parents and they canceled their Netflix I don't ever use Netflix I don't either man I don't give a shit anyways D is for dangerous very uh very uh they jump back and forth between Smiths very surf rock uh, it's basically about when you love somebody and they're the fucking worst. <laughs> oh, wait, that was the wrong notes I was writing. That's, but but it still works. It kind of reminded me of uh, "Are You Gonna Be My Girl." One, two, three, take my hand and come with me because you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. I said you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. Okay. 
the the tambourine in the background. Are you going to be tambourine by the Jets? The yeah, it? by the Jets. Okay. It, 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 I could hear the song opening up for that song, specifically that song. I'm yeah. not going to make a blanket statement about the Jets. I really like I in the song much. how they blend together the lead guitarist and like the backup vocals. Yeah. Of like how like they're doing one line and then they'll do the finish the line. It's really cool yeah. how they like how that back and forth. It it's it's really cool because the rhythm guitar, <clears throat> specifically between the forty sixth second and a minute thirteen, is um it's very Smiths. Okay. But they took away a lot of the effects that Johnny Marr likes to use that are kind of like staple of his. Yes. And it, it's like contrasted with a more like aggressive, not aggressive, but punk rock more, you know, style. It's very straightforward lyrically. It's, it's good. Um, here's some lyrics I do like from this particular song. He's nearing the brink, but he thinks he thinks first a parallel universe. <laughs> excuse me. A parallel universe perhaps could be the perfect scene. He's nearing the brink, but he thinks first. A parallel. I think you should know you're his favorite worst nightmare. I so really in, a, in, a, in, a, in a different universe, this bitch won't be as crazy. <laughs> <laughs> every single dude, if not every single person, has felt that before. I think every single person that's ever been in a relationship before. Has felt like. If, yeah. Yeah. I love that line. That was, I, I love that the whole thing. It's like, he's very insecure and he just like, he knows he's good with ladies, but she's better at it than him. Yeah. Like it's, I love it. And he, she is his favorite worst nightmare. And that's the name of the album, which is, I like it. I mean, cause like if you're dealing with like, you could deal with like this bitch, but still love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in that situation. You've been in that situation. Randy, for sure, has been in that situation. <sighs> <laughs> Randy. <Fuck> but like, <laughs> Randy doesn't say like, anything for like 10 minutes and goes, <sighs> fuck him. That bitch. Love it. So, well, I do want to say one, one more thing about that specific line is I like that they use it as the album cover or the album title mm-hmm. because it's uh, it kind of like takes it from a girl to like the whole idea of the band that like, this is his favorite worst nightmare. Yeah. You know, like this fame that he also, can we talk about the album cover for a little bit? Cause it's pretty it's cool. So fucking sick. It's like an apartment building where it's like dark outside, you know, there's nothing going on outside, but inside it's like fucking beautiful and it's artsy and it's abstract and it's crazy. Yeah. And if you open it up, I'm not going to open it up right now because it's just <laughs> too much of a mess, but if you open it up, it's like the inside of the apartment and the behind it, it's like the back of the building. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so fucking cool. What are your thoughts on it? It's kind of like a like the outside world and then like inside his mind kind of deal, you know? The font makes me think of like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love it. It does. It's cool as fuck. I mean, it it's really cool. We're like British teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so uh, that's all I have on that song. Yeah, me too. I didn't have a lot. But Clava, track number Balaclava. four. Balaclava. Running out for the next door's garden before the hour is done It's more a question of feeling than it is a question of fun The confidence is the balaclava, I'm sure you'll baffle them good With the ending reek of salty cheeks and runny makeup alone Or we'll blood run down the face of a boy with a scorn We find yourself in a skirmish when you wish you'd never been born You tie yourself to the tracks and there isn't no going back And it's wrong, wrong, wrong
you think the 1975 like ripped the song off? What are they? They have a song called Balaclava? No, Robbers. One of the lines is her uh, Balaclava starting to chafe. And the whole song's about a couple who are like robbing a bank together. Oh. It's based off a crime movie. How about a cover starting to chafe? And dude, I'm I'm telling you this, they ripped this. Sh- they Maybe they were inspired. I don't want to say because it was almost ten years later, it was nine years later that song came out, right? Or even less. Mm, it was about probably six years later, five or six, yeah. But they, I mean, they wrote that song a, a long time ago, like probably when this song came out. I mean, a bal- balaclava is balaclava. Uh, so this song <laughs> is about an it affair. Like a Greek thing. It does. Balaclava. Baklava. Shout out Bam Bam Baklavizzi, aka Action Bronson. That's one of his names is Baklava. <laughs> I love that. Uh so this song is about an affair. Uh the woman is in still still is in still a different fuck. I cannot speak tonight. I'm so nervous. I got my good friend here. Uh the woman is in a relationship with another person, hence the before the hour is done, and the cuckolding man uh is probably known by the 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 dude um since they were maybe uh you know I don't know. They, they allude to it. It's heavily implied. Yes, in my opinion, when he when he talks about how, um, what? It, hold on, I need to pull up the the. the Why are you pulling up? I'm going to talk. Okay. The bak- baklava, the baklava, <laughs> the mask, the, the fucking baklava, mask, the ski mask, the, the fucking god. ski mask, the god. Um, it's essentially the mask a man the man wears when hooking up with the woman. In order to keep it just about sex and no emotional attachment, that he wears it to uh, fuck bitches, I and I think that's I might start doing that. And he mm-hmm. also uses it sim- symbolically. Well, I don't think he's actually wearing a mask. Because <laughs> uh, so one of the lines that says, "Now the shaggers perform and the daggers are drawn." The shaggers perform. Shaggers is plural perform. You know they have to they have to like act. So to me that that says that number one. What's a shagger? Shagger like people who fuck him. Oh, 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 like Austin Powers. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so, so to me, it are you feeling Randy, like baby? It's the shaggers <laughs> perform and the daggers are drawn. Who's the crooks in this crime? Uh, that that line, the shaggers perform. You know, he's talking about both of them performing. Maybe he's talking about them performing sexually, or he's talking about them performing like pretending that they're not doing it in front of him, like that they're not lovers. And and it's interesting because um, leading up to this, like lyrically, he talks about like he talks about how he won't let her out of his sight, and he asks, he's like, "Am I saving her from a burning building or am I throwing her to the sharks?" Which again is like the fire water duality. He's like, "Is she trapped in a jealous love, or am I making him jealous with our actions?" Like, and then it it gets echoed in that line of who's doing the crime. Like, is he pushing her here? He's like trying to blame shift, like take the blame off himself. That's what I got. Another. Uh, I'm sorry. This, this demon wine is getting to me. I, I'm feeling a little, I definitely feel it. Uh, there's a line that I really like. That was very insightful. Justin. I really appreciate what you just said. It was amazing. Thank you. Um, there's a line that or the, this verse I really like. You knew that it'd be trouble right before the first kiss, quiet and unassuming, but you heard that we were the naughtiest. She pleaded with you to take take it off, and you resisted and fought. But sorry, sweetheart, I'd rather much I'd much rather keep on the balaclava. 
so funny. So it's like this bitch wants to connect with him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to keep this on. It's all about fucking that bussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the song also sounds like it's perfect for a heist. And they say the word yeah. heist in it. Yeah. And the balaclava, you know, kind of matches that. It's a whole it's, theme. It's, it's a whole it's theme awesome. of, of thievery. Yeah. It, it's. <laughs> and I love that that's how he ends it, too. Sorry, sweetheart. I'd much rather keep the. It's balaclava, a cool ending. I love the, the ending. baklava on. The baklava. Oh, we should have baklava. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't even know what that is, to be honest with you. I know it's I, a I dessert. Is, so. so, for Fluorescent Adolescent, which is like their fucking best song on this album, I think. I really, really love it. Uh, it's a, it's all, it's kind of a joke. It's what Alex Turner and his girlfriend, his girlfriend has a writing credit on this song. They were, uh, I believe they were just hanging out and wrote it together. Uh, they went on like vacation together, or they went on holiday together. And they wrote the song Fluorescent Adolescent, which is a song about getting older and finding out life sucks. Uh, it's about a woman who dreams of her youth uh, and her, her current life is boring emphasis on sex. Yeah, I, uh, you know, the whole, the whole song, it's, it talks about how, you know, it calls, oh, the boy's a slag, the best you ever had. Um, You just con- contrast with like, all the rest, like all the boys from her youth were yeah. like, the best you ever had is just a memory. Yeah. Yeah. We're good in bed, but they're like shitty. And now she's settled for a partner that the, one of the lines is everything's in order in a black hole in the, in order reminds me of like a routine in the black hole is just like the void. <laughs> like she's in a routine in the void of just feeling empty. I want all of our women listeners to hear this song and think about it. Think about the partners you're with right now. Just think about where this end, this lady ended up and what choices you're making now. <laughs> just, <laughs> not only the woman, just everyone think about that. <laughs> Alright. What were you saying? Uh oh. <laughs> I love the ending of verse two. Was it a mecha dauber, I think's the word? Or a betting pencil? Oh, 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 what's the word? Do you have it in front of you right now? Yeah, yeah, I have it. I have it. I have the line right here. And on genius. Mecha, Mecha Dobbler is a pen used. What is it? To mark scores and bingo. Oh, yeah, it's one of those They're fucking... huge in phallic. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know what those things are. I've played with those before. And uh, and he's basically asking about the penis size. <laughs> yes. I like how the song opens, actually. You used to get it in your fishnets. Now you only get it in your nice night dress. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like... In youth, she was sexy. She wore f- fishnets or whatever. Yeah. Now she's older. Now she's only wearing fucking moo-moos and shit. And, and I love the that Bloody Mary's lacking in Tabasco. Like, her life's just lacking in spice altogether. It's fucking genius, the writing. It's really good. Remember when you used to be a rascal? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I feel bad because there's, like, for the people out there who actually, like, feeling this you know like there's people out there oh yeah and it's terrible it's terrible and man. i'm trying to keep older women youthful yeah yeah <laughs> you know who i'm talking about God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> please don't talk about my grandma and, <laughs> and his mom anymore never never yeah um that's all i got on that song yeah I'd, it's I'd, really I'd good it's it's fluorescent out adolescent uh 10 out of 10 check it out it's really good only ones who know I really love this song. 
Me too. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think about myself. I got to talk to Rob. Uh-oh. All right, I'll go get him. <laughs> I miss Rob. Rest in peace. Yeah, he's just. Some people say he's just a better Justin. Some people might say that. Yeah, my mom. A lot. Continue. Anyways, um, so I actually got some technical music. Beautiful shit about this one. Are you gonna talk about what I think you're gonna talk about? What's that? Eddie Vedder. No. Oh, I have, so I have some pearl. I have Vedder. some purple jam. Per- pearl jam. I'm talk. I'm curious about that. Oh, yeah. I want to hear that. Yeah. Um, so, um, the notes he used on the song, the chords he used, walk alongside the lyrics of the song. And, um, that's a, that's a poetic way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, the, when he says, uh, sorry, my notes were kind of all over the place. He says, um, sure. Eyes are bright. He couldn't wait to get away. The eyes are bright. He's walking up. And right till he gets the weight to get away, he hits something called a minor chord, which is basically a sad chord. Mm-hmm. And from there, he walks down, which gives the feeling of sadness and regression. Oh, shit. And um, and he walks down like, well, he walks down a lot. Um, but then in the chorus, he slows down um, the duration of the chords. Like they, the chords have been, he's been letting them ring for one bar, so one, two, three, four. He lets them ring for two bars now, okay. which is dragging it out. And um, when he says, where is it? Oh, I meant to say this about the first verse, is he talks about Juliet as he's walking down, and uh, and it parallels, like, you know, it parallels with that. Um, but he, he goes from a, a, a B-flat to a B-flat minor, which is the same chord with one note difference. And it go takes it from happy to sad, and then he goes down one note with the next chord. So he doesn't go anywhere in the chorus when he's talking about where would you want to go. So the chords are staying in one spot where he's saying where do you want to go, which gives the feeling of being stuck. So it's just kind of like a cool like musical thing. I know that's kind of technical. No, it's it's exactly what we need on this podcast to talk more technically about music. But so he doesn't like. The first chord he strikes in the chorus uh-huh. is there. The next one doesn't move, but just gets sadder. Wow. And then he takes one step down, and most people don't want to feel like they're stuck in one spot going one step down. Fuck, man. That's so it's cool. really fucking cool. I'm glad you're here for this episode. Yeah. So we can talk about it. I can just talk about what the, the lyrics that I like and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, before... Okay. The, the outro of this song. Samples. Black by Pearl Jam.
I. How did I miss that? I have no fucking idea, but it's fucking cool as shit. That's amazing. I want to play it right now and compare it here. I'll show it to you. We'll take a break here in a second. I'll show you. And scene. scene. So we just took a break and I blew Justin's mind uh, and I compared the songs to him. I used to cry every night to sleep to Black by Pearl Jam. (laughs) It makes sense. In the seventh grade. In the seventh grade. It makes sense that they would sample it with the theme of this song, which is about sadness and relationships not working. And and, and that's kind of the theme of, of Black by Pearl Jam. Shout out to Eddie Vedder. Uh, yeah. So that's all I had. To, I mean, I like some lines in this song. Uh, and I bet she told a million peoples that she'd stay in touch. But all the little promises, they don't mean much. When there's memories to be made. And I hope you're holding hands by New Year's Eve. It makes me really fucking sad. That was that was very sweet, though. I, I love that line. Um, I hope you're holding hands by but New Year's But before that, when she says... It's so sad, though. But she tells a million people. She tells all the people... Oh, we'll stay in touch. Yeah. And, you know, the people that you always, like, lose contact with and shit. And yeah. It just makes me think of everybody that I stopped talking to. It's very fucking sad. It is very sad. But he still wishes her the best, though, at the end. I kind of, you know. It, but everything feels sarcastic and backhanded with the when it comes to this. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It probably was a little bit of both. Yeah, maybe. It made it far too easy to believe that true romance can't be achieved these days. And it's right. And, it's yeah, true. The, the sim, yeah. It's real fucking hard. Yeah. So that's, Yeah, so. That's all I got to say. Listen to this song. It's fucking really good. Put it on uh, repeat. Listen to the Pearl Jam song, too, because that blew my mind when I first discovered that. Yeah, that's it's fucking amazing. dope. Anyways. Yeah. Next song, Do Me a Favor, which is another fucking staple <laughs> of Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> It's so good. It's so fucking good. It makes me think of all the relationships I've ever had in my life. Just tell me to fucking go away. <laughs> I, I love it because uh, he, this is the one where he uh, is like writing it from him breaking up with her, right? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love it because uh, he uses the music to build on the emotion. Like, though, I mean, duh, that's what every song does. But he really, like, they really effectively do it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, from Alex Turner explaining this song, it's about a goodbye, really, and about me being in ki- being kind of a knob. Perhaps I, I were, I were. That's what it says. This is what he fucking said. He's fucking. This is English. I don't know what to tell you. This is what these fucking English people sound like. 
Perhaps I were craving to experience something else and looking back and feeling like you were a bit of a knobhead. Just in how you perhaps treated that person. It's just describing a goodbye. That's another thing. When you're with some someone and they seem happier in photos before you meet her or happier in stories before. I always think they do. So it's about him yeah. being a douchebag to his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a knobhead. A knobhead. Every British slang sounds made up. It sounds like that they made up to fuck with Americans. I've said this before. <laughs> British people are fucking weird. They said, they said knobhead. Oh, we'll are you fucking knobhead? Oh, Americans are going to really think we say that. Oh, with a fucking knob of a clover in a teddy picture. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Yes. Uh, my grandma, she is British, and they really do go and say that shit. Like, she'll slip up and bring out the whole British in her. She's called me a Oh, head. you fucking knobhead. Yes. Get your dick. No, I can't even say that. I don't want to no. say that. No, no, no. That one's close. I was going to say. I know what you're going to say. That slang for pants, underpants. You're thinking a bunch. But I don't want to say it because it sounds too close too to close. the evil word. Like yeah. when I accidentally uh, said. I'm cutting all this out. Close. Yeah. <laughs> so this song, do me a favor. Uh, do me a favor and break my nose. Do me a favor. Tell me to go away. Do me a favor. Stop asking questions. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I, I love too. it so much because it's it's doom. Perhaps fuck off might be too kind. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fuck, I felt this way. This song, like when I heard this song, I'm like, man, I wish I found this like five years ago. It's so I felt good. This way. Yeah. Like this is so. Did you feel like you were the knobhead or the. Oh, I was the uh, knobhead. I want to know who you're talking about, but not on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I mean, dude, if I had a dollar for every, if, okay, I wouldn't be that rich. I sound like an asshole, but you're not an asshole. There's you're been a, nice a few. There's been met. a few. I've been a knobhead too. Yeah, probably. I, I think bad. we all have, though. It's it's yeah. just in the nature of the beast. Everyone's been a knobhead. But this is awesome, an awesome song. Yes, it's dope. Uh, next one. This house is a circus. This house is a circus. Dude. This house is a circus berserkers. Berserk as fuck. I think I think Alex Turner said this was like his one of his favorites. Yep, it's, it says it on uh, from where we get all our information from <laughs> genius.com. It said if, that there. If you, <laughs> if you don't want to listen to the podcast, just read Genius. Yes, <laughs> yes. I uh, I cite my sources here at uh, Gastral Traveling. <laughs> Uh, Which I don't understand why this would he be his favorite song because it's not. I don't think it's. It, I don't, I don't think, think it's the best song. No, it's I don't think good. It's, it's good, but uh, it's probably just personal. For but him. it describes the party night in an emphasis that emphasizes the reality of what's going on outside of one perception as a participant, the lacking memories, social embarrassment, and inviting. I fucking don't know what I wrote down. I copied this from Genius.com. Uh, all leads up to the revealing admission of unfulfillment, revealing the emptiness and short-lived pleasures of a wild night. The guitar, they use the guitar effectively to do that. In in Again, they're doing half steps, which just means one note. They're doing mm-hmm. half steps with the chord. Uh, and it's it's repetitive and it's it never resolves them, or not never. It, it doesn't resolve the melody. It just kind of 
puts you in this loop that kind of like a you know a party that's over glorified might feel like uh it kind of reminds me a little bit of the smiths a little bit of prince though at the same time okay uh, just a little bit of prince you know like i want to be What's your, your favorite prince song i want to be your lover I like Corvette. I like, uh, I almost said a Michael Jackson song. (laughs) (laughs) I love Thriller. That's my favorite Prince song. (laughs) I was going to say Dirty Diana. That's my favorite Michael Jackson song. I love that song. Um, Uh, I like 1999. And I love at the, at the end. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, it's a very popular one, but I like it a lot. I love at the end when he's, um, What's he say lyrically? I need to open up my phone. It keeps locking on me. What I really love about this song, I don't know if it's if I wrote it down or if it's a lyric or something, but they're talking about how like they don't want this to become normal for them in a way, like the circus in mm. their life because it's berserk as fuck. Um, I like that too. I, I like, I like how it's a song. You, very rarely do you hear a song about your friends enjoying your fame. Mm-hmm. And you being kind of like, guys, it's, it's we're partying too game. hard. And I love that. Um, and the last thing they want is the feeling. Oh, the last thing that they want is for the feeling to end. Yeah. And right when he says end, the tempo picks up and the whole song picks up as if they're just trying to get to the end of the song. That's cool. Like they're fuck. like, just get this fucking party over with. Which That's I'm sure a cool way felt. to fucking look at it. It's really cool. It's, it's neato. Yeah. And and I mean that was like the main thing that stuck out to me. The whole song kind of feels like you're caught in a spiral, though, you know. And then the way the end of this song bleeds into the next song, yeah, is masterful. Yeah. It is so fucking cool because I was like, I wasn't even looking at my Spotify and it changed. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Fuck, I'm in a podcast. I'm professional. Let me say some words here. I got to get used to talking. If you were there, beware. That's the name of this next song. Track number nine. If you were there, beware the right after this song that they're dissing party the party and it just carries on the theme and that's why it kind of bleeds into musically yeah like you're saying but this song's more about the paparazzo yes yeah there's a circle of witches ambitiously vicious they are and our attempts to remind them of reason won't get us that far yes uh, talking about paparazzo bothering him and his ex-girlfriend <laughs> This was the song that 
this isn't about that but okay I, I, that's I, fair I beautiful this is on this song on the track i i realized that in the whole album they really focused on the they were really wanting the melodies to convey emotion more than being a catchy song that gets stuck in your head which okay is pretty typical of indie music at the time but i think they really did that effectively um i also really started to f- feel the blend like one of the one of the people in the band i forget who was djing a lot at the time and they're mm-hmm. going out to nightclubs and they started incorporating that into their sound into the rhythms okay. and i i really by this time in the track you're really starting to like internalize it i guess you could say you know you're really starting to just like feel like okay like these drums are more than just a rock album you know this is like a dance album mm-hmm. you know which is really weird for garage rock they uh the 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 music like uh, it's I think when they first say that line it's just the guitar mm-hmm. in um and it sounds almost remorseful that he brought her into this and the whole band comes in and it sounds like aggressive like he's angry that they're that they're going after her this huh. way and so it's almost like a guilt that he then like projects onto the world kind of deal. that's a really cool way to look at it but... yeah it's I I thought that track was really like well done <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I said about it did he track. get he must I mean. It's weird that he would have been harassed by paparazzi. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> He's not fucking Lady Gaga. It's like, okay, buddy, calm down. <laughs> like, who's harassing this man? All right, people like you on MySpace. I didn't know his name until I fucking did research for this album. <laughs> maybe 2007 was different. Yeah, yeah, maybe they had low standards. I guess so. <laughs> they have the paparazzi in England? <laughs> <laughs> That's who killed Princess Di. <laughs> Allegedly, Alex Turner. <laughs> no, the fucking paparazzo. <laughs> they did it for the story. I'm just saying. My mom loved Princess Diana. Everyone did. Didn't the royal family kill her? Fuck the royal. I don't family know why I'm looking time. at you. Like, like you have the answers, Rin. Yeah, they did kill her. Conspiracy theory later. time. It's because what? I saw my grandma later. She's British. They know all of each Yeah, other. but British people don't like the royal family. Only Americans like the royal family. You know, British people don't like anything. It's that's true. true. Yeah. yeah, they are fucking fucking sticks in the mud. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but I would I would have relations with a young, uh, twenty to twenty three year old. Twenty to twenty three year old. <laughs> uh, British lass, but she's not got to have a Cockney accent. <laughs> oh, I took the cock. Oi! I'll get nasty on it. <laughs> That's what I want in life. That's <laughs> Anyways, uh, Arctic Monkeys. That's all I have for this song. Yeah, to be these these next like two or three, I don't have a whole lot. For uh, the bad thing. Girlfriend's talking to me, but it's all right. She's saying that he's not gonna slap me or try to attack me. He's not the jealous type, and I only need to get half an excuse and I'm away. The bad thing is the worst thing you could do to somebody <laughs> cheat on them. Randy, say something. I don't wanna. 
the, is. Do it's the bad, bad thing. I'm sorry, Randy. No, wait, it's wait. good. I agree. It's it's. Did it's someone hurt you? Two. Two two bitches <laughs> in a row. Jesus fucking Christ. The the last one was the worst one. I'm sorry, dude. It, it was his best friend. Yeah. Jeez, dude. It's, it's better now because I found better friends. Like, hey, right? <laughs> like for real? They though, won't like, fuck his girlfriend, but they'll fuck his mom. <laughs> I'd rather have that. It's about compromise, right? <laughs> right. I'd rather Jeez, that. let the forty-five-year-old lady have a better. <laughs> All right. I mean, that was hilarious. I want to keep that, but we can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was for Rob when he's editing later. <laughs> All right. Do the bad thing. Take off your wedding ring, but it won't make it that much easier. It might make it worse. So they're, they're talking about in this song of like physically taking off your wedding ring is also taking out the guilt of the situation. Yeah. So, uh, and it's not going to make it any fucking easier because you're going to be guilty for cheating on your yeah. spouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty straightforward what it's saying lyrically. And how does this, well, I mean, he's a rock star. I was going to say, how does this dude find himself in so many situations where bitches are like trying to cheat on, there, man, oh, him. but he's a rock star all the fucking time. So, yeah, are you serious? I would never let my honey go backstage with fucking I don't know Drake, Alex Turner. Well, I, I I'm safe with Alex Turner. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be right. <laughs> On a scale from Alex Turner to Drake, how how much do you how much do you trust your girl? Around who? On a scale from Alex Turner to Drake, I trust. Well, trust her to Post Malone. No, I would not. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, she better not trust me around Pokemon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to Austin Post. I, his dad follows me on Twitter. I know he's watching this. Richard Post, I'm going to send you this. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Um, I do want to say something about the second verse. Yes, say it. Um, where I have it written down in my notes. Where is it? Uh, there we go. On the, on the second verse... Um, the uh, the drums it, it's just the drums and bass and it it's kind of like breaking the fourth wall like he's talking to us it feels like mm-hmm. but it also like quiets down the song for the line where he says uh, murmurs uh, she murmurs things yes because obviously you know it's you need it to be quieter to she murmur. murmurs things to confirm that the tragedy is true and I knew how could she not she could have she could have anyone she wants yeah in the guitar like solo part reminds me of like a chasing scene in like scooby Doo, of like bro running through doors yes, you know yes. like he's like running after her and then the ending is a is a walk down of of the notes and that's like a like uh, like i said earlier walk downs are like that allude to bad disappointing letdowns you know kind of like oh fuck this bitch is cheating we fucked up listen if okay if my chick is in a room with drake and they don't fuck I'd be disappointed. <laughs> Alex Turner, don't do that. Alex Turner, I'd be disappointed that that's what you sunk low for. Yes. <laughs> but you know, well, you... actually, when the AM album came out, I wouldn't blame her because he's like got okay got style. Then you know, all right. He's like doing that like classic fifties Americana hey, speaking thing. Of, speaking, of, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, my good friend. <laughs> do you ever see that cover that they did of a Drake song? I just did. hold on, we're going home. I'm gonna I play did. right here. Just hold on, we're going home. It's hard to do these things alone. Um, but it's cool. 
It is it's, really it's, cool. You know, they look like Arctic Monkeys, and they're singing the song. It's dope. After, after looking into this album, uh, I've always liked the Arctic Monkeys. I've always had respect for them. But I'm like, yes. these guys are talented. Like, really talented. Old Yellow Bricks. Old Yellow Bricks. One of my favorite ones. It's a reference to the Wizard of Oz. Uh, I really, really enjoy this song. Uh, it's alluding to, uh, what the fuck is it alluding to? I don't even know. I'm a little wine drunk I love right the now. who wants to sleep in a city that never wakes up. Yes. Yes. Now I have a question for you, Justin Spanos. Do you think that they're talking about New York city or they're talking about, uh, uh like the opposite of New York city? I think they're talking, well, this song's about their hometown. Okay. Um, okay. All so right. I think they're talking about who wants to sleep in a city that never wakes up. I think that's their hometown, but they are reminding you of referencing of they're going Frank we want to be in new york yeah yeah the city that never sleeps but you know you got to be on a woke city yeah yeah um i you know um i like the part where like the end of the verse where he goes dorothy was right though <laughs> it's fucking cool as fuck i i do like that too because that's dorothy referencing the wizard of oz because she goes to the fucking oz and she leaves her boring ass fucking black and white town. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I love the Houdini. Like he's talking about just the Houdini reference in there. Yeah, that's cool too. Simply because I like Houdini. <laughs> Shout out Harry Houdini one time. Yeah, one time. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are the fugitive, but you don't know what you're running away from. Chef's kiss. That Anyone line. in a small town oh has felt God. that line. <laughs> I love that line so much. I do too. This is, uh, I love how just the overall album draws from movies, which will, you know, the next thing will, next song we'll talk about. But the overall song either reminds me of it could be for a movie mm-hmm. or there's a, another movie reference in there. I forget what what song, but there's like, this movie's so inspired by cinema. It, it's, you know, I love it. And that's all I gotta say. All right, beautiful song, "Old Yellow Bricks." Love it. It's a great. I love that they like like were inspired by the Wizard of Oz. Like it's not something you think of when you think back to probably what the Wizard of Oz really was about. You know? Yeah. In the core sense of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. There's a lot of cool. There's a lot of cool like lessons to learn in Wizard. Like it's like a boring old movie, sure. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of cool like the whole like the wizard behind the curtain. It's one of those movies that because you grow up on it, you never think about it critically. Yeah, but if you think about it, it's fucking kind of genius. It's it's actually really genius. Yeah. And like, uh, it's cool that they kind of like point that out to you. you yeah. Know? And make it old. They should fucking make a gritty remake. Their, their whole <laughs> career reminds me of like classic Americana, but they're allowed to do it because they're British. Do you think they're weebs for America? <laughs> for like 1950s America? <laughs> Fuck Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the 1950s version of hentai? <laughs> play, play. When did Playboy come out? Playboy. Playboy that was yeah. like the 60s. 
Yeah, yeah. Probably just like milk cartons or something. Milk cartons. <laughs> <laughs> so this next song. Yeah. 505. It's one of the best songs on this album. Maybe one of the best songs. I know what you're about to say because you alluded to it on the last song. Are the opening organ chords? Yes. Say it to me right now. It's from the good, the bad, the ugly. Holy shit. So dope. Isn't that so fucking cool? It's from the last scene when they're doing the shootout with the three the three people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the scene from The Office that, that references <laughs> that? And it's the chords from that, like, scene. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so cool, cool as fuck? Yeah. I love that they it. would do, like, who thinks to do that? I know. It's fucking dope as fuck. I, I know. I don't even know what to say. Classic Americana. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I love it because I feel like at least one if not all of them like watch a shit ton of westerns when they're like eight. and sure. they're like I want to like that's it that's I want to be a rock star and make western you know what's interesting about westerns what? a lot of Italians made them that's why they're called spaghetti westerns that's really funny. is that weird that. no that's really funny though. that's why that's Thank you. You're welcome. That's a little fun fact from Thank Nelly. You. Italian culture is cowboys. Italian culture is cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 505. Fucking guineas. Uh, you can't say that word. <laughs> that's, uh, that's our word. Don't cut it. No, don't fucking do that with your arm. We're going to fucking talk about it right now. Don't cancel me. Cancel. You can never go to a fucking pizzeria ever again. You're not welcome in Brooklyn no more. <laughs> I get shot the moment I step foot in Brooklyn. Uh. (laughs) 505. What do you think 505 means? It could mean anything. I mean, that's... uh, It could mean anything. It it could mean, you know, the the apartment, the hotel, the time. I first thought it was like the area code or like the the phone, you know, address thing. But it's a bus route. Their numbers are in the hometown of Arctic of the Arctic Monkeys. Is it? Yeah, in in Sheffield. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Uh, it's also it, no. It could be anything. It could be. It's also a freeway building. in California. It it could be a bunch of different things, but I think it just means just like a better time in uh, somebody's life. I think I'm they, going back to five oh five. I think that they meant. I think that they meant a multiple of that. I think yes. they meant multiple. That's why of it's that. so I, like not, this whole album is yeah. ambiguous. So it means whatever it means to you. And there's actually an interview, not for this song, but they said, oh, the, the, on, I think, Balaclava, where they said, what does flow mean? Does that mean like a woman's, you know, penis? Um, <laughs> no, a woman's uh, time of the month. Yeah. And they said, it means whatever it means to you. Dope. And so there's definitely that attitude in this album that he wrote it because it meant something to him. But if you connect a meaning to it, then that's what it is for you. And that's canon. <laughs> in my imagination, you're waiting, lying on your side with your arms between your thighs. That's sick. Now, I, this is not an original thought from my own brain, but because I'm not this smart, but I got it off Genius.com from the geniuses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it it's strongly evokes the painting, The Venus of yes. Urbino by the Renaissance, another Italian, Venetian master painter, Titian. The Arctic Monkeys just appropriated Italian Listen to me. Culture. Everybody fucking does. Listen to me. I call it Grease Face. That's what I call it. Grease Face. No. Italians stole the pizza from Greece. I'm not even talking about... I'm talking Greece like Italians are greasy. Greeks are oily. 
So uh, one thing I wanted to say about uh, the song mm-hmm. is uh, the music follows the aggression of the lyrics in this song. You'll notice um, the chorus is very, you know, dramatic and just one-on-one, almost like he's bringing you into his head and his inner thoughts. And then when he talks, the verse where he talks about, you know, I'd probably still adore you with your hands around my neck. Uh, another instrument in there. Is it the drums maybe by this time? I forget. Don't know. Um, and then, uh, and as the lyrics get, not like aggressive, he never gets aggressive, but it kind of picks up. But by the time the second chorus comes around, the whole song has picked up, and now you're kind of taking a step outside of his thoughts and more into, you know, like when you feel like, when you're feeling anxious, it'll be like sometimes like a thought, and then you'll think like, oh, I really like, especially with a girl, you'll be like, oh, I want to see her. Oh, and then you start getting like anxious from it. It's kind of like the the music kind of follows that, and until the uh, the the third verse where he's like. You know, I crumble completely when you cry. That's like you're hearing just the raw. Emo- the The guitar starts getting erratic and a bit more like spontaneous, and he's like more shouting, delivering the lyrics, and the drums are picking up, and you're just like feeling the intensity of the situation. The second half of the song goes fucking hard, dude. It is. It's so cra- It's so awesome. Like you, like you know, because like the first half of his like is so like chill. Yeah. You know, and then he just goes. I don't even know. I don't even know what like, I'm saying right now. It's just fucking amazing. Through his mind into the situation. Yes, exactly. Like you, like it's so good. What a way to end. Yes, perfect ending to this perfect album. I know. Uh, beautiful, beautiful album. Beautiful band. Justin Spanos, what do you rate this album and the food that we had this evening to pair it with? The food's a ten out of ten. I have to say, bro. Everybody comes on here <laughs> and says, "Oh, Angel, you're the best." Oh, well, Angel, it's a fucking ten. Who? I, you didn't let me finish. Okay. And you're fucking right. <laughs> well, who eats that good? Like, I can't tell the last time I ate that fucking good. Listen to me. One day, he's going to... I gonna, don't eat that good. He's going to slip up, and I'm going to fucking... I'm going to thank him for it. <laughs> Gods can't bleed. <laughs> I, I'd probably give the album... So, you gave it a 10. I gave the food. I didn't get any chicken, because I'm on a vegetarian kick right now. Uh, so, <laughs> so why'd you fucking? Why'd I wink? Yeah, you know, I've had a little chicken in my time. Um, so <laughs> what the fuck was I saying? I want that on a t-shirt. Uh, I, I I I give it I give it like a nine point three four. A nine point three four. I give it nine point three four. And then, what do you give the album there, Justin? Oh man. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Okay. Um there were some weak songs in this album. Like not they weren't all bangers per se. It's I want to give it a ten out of ten. Sure. Personally, like to me, this is a ten out of ten, but I would overall give it a a, a nine out of ten just because it is not I would not recommend this to everyone to get into the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, yeah. Definitely have to give a shit about music to like this album. Yes, I agree. Um, I would recommend them to listen to AM before this. that. Likewise. Just because that's which like that's their, 10 out that's of 10. their fucking like cream of the crop. Which I want to say, 
this band, every single album they dropped for like the first five albums were like top the chart. Oh my Broke God. records, did better than the last one. That is not usual for music, for musicians. They're underrated, I think. I agree, especially in a time where rock and roll was basically dead. Yes. Like this is impressive, like really impressive. Bro, music in the the the, the early 2000s, it was rough. Whether it be hip hop, rock, whatever. The, all the popular shit was it's fucking rough. garbage. I, I heard, not trying to get too like topical on this, but I heard it was kind of because of 9-11 that they, like, <laughs> no, 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 this is, this is a theory I heard. Okay, all right. Because of 9-11, they were trying, like, America as a culture was, like, kind of traumatized. And so a lot of the, the pop music and movies coming out were a bit more lighthearted. That makes sense, I guess. Less politically charged, and and also the internet you know, fucks shit up. So you had to go with the safest bet. At Are you time. saying that we need another nine eleven? Fuck. No, no. COVID that, was not that, as bad. Is, okay, is, cut this part out. This is too offensive. Let's <laughs> say so, so COVID's not as bad, but it, it's pretty. It's pretty damn close. But cut that part out. Cut it out. Um. So I rate this album. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give this album. I'm going to rate it right now here on the podcast live. Uh, I give it a 8.763. Okay. That's my that's my, that's my rating of this album. It's really good. Now I like why? it. But some of the songs I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't in love with. Like, like which ones? Like the bad thing. This yeah, love yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, do you got to say the last, the two songs right before 505? Old Brick Road, I like. Yo- I do. Yellow, right. Old okay. Town Road. Yeah, Old Town Road. <laughs> sorry, I'm wine drunk right now. It, there were some songs that were... Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. And that's this album. Yeah. It was amazing. Album. Justin, I'm so glad you're here. This, 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 this I am too. Episode. You'll be back. I, I would love You'll to come be here. back. Do um, you have any final thoughts? Just thank you for having me. Uh, this was fun. I would love to come back again sometime. Absolutely. Next yeah. week, Justin, I love you so much. You're my best friend. Uh, and we'll see a lot more of you on this podcast. Next week, we have... See, this week we had music, our music man. Next week, we're having Tristan's Pulse. our art man. And then the week after that, we're having Angel that's doing his own full episode. So we're doing music, art, food, the fucking Triforce of Gaspel Traveling right now. That's awesome. So next week, Tristan Pulse. will be here. We're doing Surf's Up by the Beach Boys, a fucking weird album. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever heard that album? Uh, not in its entirety. It's like fucking like a depressive Beach Boys album. I'm excited. It's very cool. Randy, you got something to say? I, you're about to say something. Are you embarrass me? No, I was just say that. something. It was a weird album. I listened to it. You listened to it? I did entirely the other day. Um, it's fucking weird, right? I wasn't as happy as all no, the other albums. No, it's not were. fucking. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, right? yeah. It's not that shit. It's yeah. fucking. Fucking. Uh, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. The lead guy of whatever. The Beach Boys your got depressed. I'm sure she loves it. Sorry. Shout out Randy's mom. I, I just right, met so, Randy tonight. I should, I should so, keep making this joke. So, uh, uh, this has been Gashel Traveling. I don't know what else to say. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I love you. See y'all next week. Goodbye. Bye. So that was a great episode we just had. Beautiful guest. Beautiful man. Beautiful whatever. 
Uh, but we uh, we a couple weeks ago we traveled traveled to the sunny state of Florida, uh, to Daytona Beach, Florida specifically. And me and Rob, this is before he died. Uh, we sat down with Magnetic Oasis. He's he's a, a Denver-based. Uh, what do you fucking call him? I don't fucking know. He's an, he's, a, he's like a DJ man or whatever. He's a DJ for sure. He's for sure a DJ. And we interviewed him. We talked to him. He's Italian. He's a nice guy. And here it is. Gastro traveling here live. We finally have traveled outside of the studio. Me and Rob are here. We're here with an excellent guest. We're about to you know, talk music, talk electric, talk dance. We're here. We're ready. We're here with Magnetic Oasis. My what? name is Vincent Sarabo. I'm from Denver. Is it okay if I call you Vinny? Absolutely. You're, you're a brother in Italian pride, it sounds like, right? That's right. Right? Right? Yep. Me too. We're, we're brothers here. Hell That's yeah. all I got to say. So, uh, uh, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great, How man. How was uh, your travels? Super good. Super good. We're out here in Daytona right now. We were in Orlando last night. I'm just trying to, you know, make a make a scene in the music scene out here. We're from Denver, and the bass scene is huge out there. You know, we're just trying to connect the two cities. Yep. Yeah. Rob, do you want to say something? You're standing right here. You have to say something. You What's up, y'all? It's little Robbie Vince, executive producer of Gastro Traveling. How y'all doing? Here with some very good friends. What's up, man? Thank you. We lost one, though. Yeah, I don't know no, where it's all good. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. Whatever. Um, so, uh... I don't know what I don't. I have no idea. This is our first ever interview. Actually, Randy just did our first one. Well, Randy so, did our first one. Okay, okay. A, band, a local, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Uh, local band. So, so what? 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 What are your favorite albums? Let's start with that. Ooh. What, you, what music do you listen to personally? It's a very hard question, man. First one that comes off the top of my head is uh, uh, Hybrid Distillery by Ganja White Knight. Okay. Man, they're they're so awesome, man. They're that's such an inspiration for me is Ganja White Knight. They're they're so cool and Subtronics as well. You know, like he he I couldn't tell you an album by Subtronics, but he puts out so many like solid EPs just like multiple a year, sure. man. He's just such an inspiration for me. So I I like uh, what I listen to on the daily basis is, is a lot of what I like to call space bass. Okay. You know, like a lot of deeper experimental you know like uh just weird noises type shit like when you hear it you're like wait what what was that that was crazy you know oh, yeah. okay that's what i like to yeah, listen sure, to absolutely sure. uh so uh so at traveling, we also talk about food for sure so uh what are your favorite dishes what do you like to eat what's your favorite oh, man, food? Dude. honestly ever since i was a kid man my dad has made his you know special sauce we're italian you know and <laughs> he makes crazy. Huh? The gravy. Yeah, man. Well, well, not the gravy. More of like pasta sauce. You know, he'll make like angel hair pasta with yeah. like some some killer red sauce. You know, yeah. yeah. Like all day long, he'll be making this. You know, wake up at seven a.m. and he'll start making sauce, man. Every Sunday. You know, it's so awesome. That's my favorite food. It, it fucks my stomach up, but oh my god, man. Bro, so I'm good. In the same boat as you, dog. Like fucking. Oh my god, cheese. Don't even get me fucking started. Oh, but I love man. cheese. Uh, Rob, you have any questions? Um, yeah. What about Denver versus like Daytona? Like, what is like your biggest like challenge like in both scenes? And sure. like, how are you trying to bridge that gap? Yeah, absolutely. So, Denver's my home. You know, I love that place. That's base capital. That is the base capital. You know, Hell that's yeah. that's what we say. That's what I'm trying to solidify in the scene. And what I've seen from out here in in Orlando, Daytona, Florida, in general, is that there's a huge electronic scene. You just need to bridge those two uh cities is or not cities but states rather 
in terms of the electronic music scene. Okay. Because I see a lot of Denver in Florida, you know, and I'm trying to bring those two together. I, I see those two states as sister states in terms of the bass music scene, for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. I love that fucking way to put that. Yeah. That's, like, sister cities in a bass music scene. That's cool. Like, you can, like, link, like, a culture, like, across, like, miles and, like... Absolutely. You just hop on a plane and, like, you get, like, the same love, like, in Denver that you probably do here. Yeah. Bro, that's sick. Yeah. What else you... The, yeah, just the bass music scene is so inclusive, you know, we yeah. accept everybody. And it's super cool to like see people that are here right now, you know. Yeah. And I've made lifelong friends through this scene and that's what wanted what made me want to get into it. Okay. You know? How so long have you been doing it? I've been promoting for about a year and a half now. I've been into dubstep since I was I don't know, fifteen, you know, okay. off and on. But two ish years ago I started to get into the scene very heavily. Oh, nice. You know? How old are you now? I'm 22. 22? Okay. Wow. Yep. Nice. You seem like you're like 45. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Hey, yeah. I'll take in that as a compliment. Way. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, Thank absolutely. You. Yeah. No, yeah, well, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Absolutely, man. I'm so, glad you're here. I'm thank excited you. Yeah, for you to see for my stand. Us, man. It's been <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. We, um, where, uh, what are you working on like right now? Do you have like a project in the works or are you just strictly doing like promotion? So work? primarily right now I'm in promotion. Okay. Um, I'm doing a lot of stuff in Denver. We're trying to throw like two shows a month. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm trying to get my way into manage management a little bit. Okay. You know, just some close homies that I know I can get booked with this or that label. Bro, know. at 22, you're fucking like on track. Hey, That's thank you, man. Awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm 26. Word. I'm 27 in December. So, Word, okay. Yeah. We're just like building everything too. Um, yeah. Yo, shout out where people can like find you where people can figure out how to like get you as their fucking manager or as their producer. Absolutely. So, so primarily most of my promotion goes through Instagram and you can find me at magnetic.oasis. Um, yeah, that's, that's where I do most of my stuff. Is Instagram? Instagram. Okay. Facebook is magnetic oasis ENT. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's all my plugs. Man. Yeah. We'll plug your shit on our podcast. We'll put like whatever, whatever, yeah. uh, all your tags, whatever you want. We'll put yeah, all dude. it. Yeah, yeah, for we'll sure. Music too. Hell yeah, yeah, man. For sure. For sure, man. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. This has been uh, Nelly oh. Nutbuster and Lil Robbie Vince. Shout and, and Magnetic our Oasis. New friend, That's friend right. Of the show, Vincent Saravo. My dog Vinny. My cousin <laughs> Vinny. Bye. Yep. <laughs> I'm down for it. We should have just kept it going the whole fucking time. Oh, is it recording? Okay. Yeah. All right, we're back. Uh, this man just fucking is speaking knowledge on us. We gotta turn our quarterback on. So what the fuck did you just say that was so beautiful? <laughs> so, so I'm out here in Daytona, you know, and okay, fuck it, no interview style. I'm just no, going to go. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, you guys are cool as hell. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, so what what I said was my boy Kevin yeah. who's out here with me, you know, and just to work on the 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 show track with me. He said something to me the other day. It was so powerful. You know, music decorates time. You know, humans decorate time with music. Without music, life is fucking boring. You know, like it is. I agree 100%. That is so fucking true. Jesus Christ. That's so awesome. I love that. Hell yeah. That's gotta go on a t-shirt or something, right? Yeah, man. (laughs) Time decoration. That's what... Time decoration? That's what I... You know, this is a long way in the future. But like, you know, label or something, collective, something like that. Time decoration. That's what I'm, I dig with it, man. That's awesome. So, so I grew up listening to like, honestly, everything, but what, I'll connect this, I promise. No, you're good. So, 
I listened to a lot of like metal music growing up, like like rock and like Metallica, Pantera, you know, yeah. shit like that. And you know, this genre in specific is like hard dubstep stuff. I feel like metal is the the parent genre of this I feel genre. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's the same kind of shit. Like forty. Forty. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Don't worry. Um. Yeah. Like. It's it's interesting because like I go back to like Skrillex, Dead Mouse, you know, like Daft Punk, all the all the OGs from like back in the day. Yeah. And there wasn't really that much like bass music, you know. And now there's just you can't listen to it all. It's impossible. Yeah. You know? So did you like did you, did you play any instruments before you got into making electric music? Mm. So like yeah, just like everybody did, you know. I took like piano and guitar when I was a child. Okay. And I regret quitting piano and guitar and stuff because it's I mean, such same, a cool skill thing, to have. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, but like, I don't, I don't. I played drums when I was in high school, Dope. like Hell a, yeah. for like a couple years. Okay, right? that shit was fun. That's cool. But yeah, man, I I love DJing now. Like it's it's super fun. Like I learned on my my super good homie from Colorado Springs. Um, he let me come down and like. Uh, Preston Teal, alias is his is his name. So okay. you can find him on Instagram, alias Teal with three E's at the end. Okay. Um, yeah, man, he let me come down and just like mess around on his decks because I did a show on Valentine's Day, um, and I was super nervous. You know, I never performed in front of people. Yeah. And he let me uh, come down and like mess around on his decks for like four hours. Damn. You know? Super good homie. Love that. That's dude. awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, that's like that like ties like everything we're talking about tying into like what we're starting now is like a local music, local like right. Indep- we could we should call it like independent music corner. Like where somebody's we just, local somewhere for yeah. sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we're just like any like musicians and artists that we know, we're trying to like just get on and like get like a little bit of like just audio with everyone just like throw it on shout everybody out and just build because there's enough for everyone to go around just build that shit up for everyone yeah so absolutely. like help you out might help us out then it might help your fucking little brother out yeah <laughs> for sure absolutely <laughs> no it's yeah. super fucking cool and yeah man I'm, I'm just trying to make sure everybody eats you know and and that's a problem in the music scene that we need to change yeah and I'm realizing that now after you know however long I've been in the music industry quotation marks um, is that you know there's there's people that are in it for the music and there's people that are in it for the fucking bag you yeah. know money yeah you know and Damn. a lot of people that are in it for you know if I don't eat nobody eats that type of mentality yeah. it's just it's so bad for the scene man because it it's it's bad that's all it is yeah because music started as community that's yeah. where that's the origin exactly of, like, is music is community so we need to like bring that shit back absolutely bro you know? i agree i love it i love yeah. it <laughs> yo randy how you doing you got something i'm just chilling all right cool we should have brought your mom We'll get her next time for the show. Shout out to Randy's mom. I'm still in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Bass music, man, it has something for everything. I'm telling you. Hell yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what time is it? You gotta go on soon. No, I, so 11:40. So I should probably uh, kind of get ready. Pipe up. Get ready. Yeah. Get some water. All right. Go to the bathroom. Hey, thank you guys Whatever. so much. Uh, this has been. Uh, Gastro yeah. Traveling, Bus Magnetic Oasis, aka my cousin Vinny. That's right. uh, talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs>